Mino Line Media presents Business of the Beat. Hi, I'm Kendra Bracken Ferguson, and I am a founder, brand builder, entrepreneur, and believe in the mantra Carpe Diem. I created this podcast, Business of the Beat, through my own experience as a beauty executive to talk about, tell stories, and highlight the business of beauty through conversations with beauty and wellness entrepreneurs, intrapreneurs, helping to diversify the industry. This week on Business of the Beat. The label can fool you on the front if you don't know what you're looking at. But when you turn around the back, you're like, what's really in here? I wanted to make sure that all the ingredients people knew exactly what it was. You can Google it. You can look it up. It's not a long chemical name that you don't know what it is. Hi, everyone. I'm your host, Kendra Bracken Ferguson, and welcome to Business of the Beat. Today, we are wrapping up our series, Ingredients for Success, in partnership with Famous Amos. And I am pleased to have Brittany Tillman, founder of Health Neurotics, to wrap up the series. But before we get started, don't forget to follow, rate, and subscribe to Business of the Beat on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or anywhere else you listen to podcasts. You don't want to miss an episode, and your ratings and reviews mean so much. All right, everyone. Brittany is your friendly neighborhood healer with a bachelor's degree in biology, minor in chemistry, master's degree in health promotion management, graduate certificate in nutrition education, and a certified health education specialist. <laughs> Brittany is a former diabetic turned alkaline vegan. The diagnosis of prediabetes at the age of 24 was a shock to Brittany. She healed herself of diabetes with exercise and change in diet. Brittany found the power of healing through food and beverage. Fast forward, that love for healing and health science grew into health neurotics. Brittany, welcome to Business of the Feast. Thank you for having me. I am so excited about this. We're going to be talking while I am able to partake in your amazing recipe. So as we dive in, we have Grandma G's herbal tea. Yes. I'm so excited <laughs> to try this. I feel like we're just like having a little girlfriend's cocktail moment with something that is actually tasty, mm -hmm. but also really good for us. Yes. Cheers. Cheers to that. Okay. This is my first time. Mmm. Oh my gosh, this is so good. That's this is so good. Okay, <laughs> let's get into everything. Okay. I need to know, Brittany, how did you come up with the idea for Grandma G's herbal tea? Okay. And it's called Grandma G's for a reason. Yes. So tell me everything. So if you look on the front of the bottle, that's actually my grandmother who started the recipe in our family. And that's the toddler me with my <laughs> grandma. So she showed us how to make tea. We were always drinking, but she never had enough. We would run out. So as I got older, I said, let me go ahead and reinvigorate the tea and make it healthy because now I'm on my health kick and my health journey from being a pre-diabetic that I don't want to have sugar in everything that she used to put into the tea. Yeah. So I went with natural ingredients. I used herbs. She used to do black tea, tea bags, like Lipton tea bags. And I kind of switched it all up to make it healthy, make it flavorful, but make sure it had a health impact. Wow. And yeah. it's so interesting, like thinking about our grandmothers and all the delicious things <laughs> that they used to make mm -hmm. for us. And back then, not really understanding the ramifications mm -hmm. of 
sugar and what was in some of the ingredients because we just got the good taste mm -hmm. and this is really good thank you and so the ability to say let me take something that has been in my family and then do the twist on it so when you were thinking about this who was the first person you called well, this is what actually happened. So I was getting ready for a vending event in Richmond, and I used to sell just dry tea bags, like just tea, uh -huh. herbal tea, right? And I'm like, oh, you can use it for these type of elements. And I said, you know, well, let me go ahead and just make some sweet tea because they love sweet tea in the South. I made 10 mason jars, sold out immediately when I wow. got there. So I didn't have enough. And that's when I had the aha moment, like, I'm on to something. And it was that day. I was like, I need to turn this into a product. So take me back, though, because mm -hmm. you were already there selling herbal teas. Yeah. So was that the first iteration? And how did that you... That was the first I was like, iteration. I need all the information. <laughs> so was... wait a second. How did we get to the herbal teas and selling and then Grandma G's herbal tea okay. lighter? I'll yes. take you further back. Yes. So when I was a little kid, I always told my mom I wanted to find the cure for cancer. Okay. Because my grandmother, not this one, she passed of emphysema. My grandfather was lung cancer. So I was like, I'm going to find a way so this doesn't happen to people in our family and people who look like us. So I went to college. I was pre-med major, minor in chemistry. So this is how I know how to formulate, right, and know what's good for the body. So then I fell into my health stint while I was going through graduate school, getting my master's in health promotion. So once I finished, I realized I was having my issues. Now I'm more equipped to deal with it, I have a lot more knowledge. I was like, I'm going to heal myself. And that's what began my healing journey. And then I created the product. So I, I know I say this for our listeners. They're like, Kendra says this every show. But I do love founders because it's really interesting how much we're impacted by the experiences of our childhood, right? And to see your grandfather and your grandmother succumb to something like cancer and then to the, your whole life say I'm going to go to school I'm going to do this and then to be on this journey and then the interesting circle and then having your own health problem yeah it was like it was a calling it's yeah. my purpose right that I ended up turning into my passion because I'm passionate about my health and the health of those around me that look like me because we suffer so much from chronic illnesses to diabetes to heart disease, to overweight, obesity, and all these things we can fix. Yeah. It's all about what we're putting into our body, what we're feeding our body. So I said, I'm going to make a product that doesn't have any of the high fructose corn syrup. It doesn't have any caffeine. It doesn't have any chemical stabilizers. That's what's going to set me apart and be different. Not only is it good for you, it's going to taste good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, and I think that that's the stigma, yeah. right? We think about being healthy and having to give up on everything and nothing's going to taste good. And we're going to be eating the same thing every day. And some of it is the subtle choices. Like I have these sprints where I'm like, Oh, I'm not doing this. I'm not doing that. And I'm great, but it's not sustainable. Mm -hmm. And so we have to figure out this is a lifestyle yep. and it's the sprints that actually can do damage versus the long-term stability of it. So true. So true. And how did you, because if you think about your training, so there's the education piece. You have all of your amazing degrees. You are qualified to, this, to be formulating this. But then there is this moment of like, how do I translate that into an actual product? And how do I make sure that I am keeping the ingredients 
where they need to be. So what was kind of that process of actually getting into the business product side? Okay, so I had to learn about the ingredients because I didn't always know about all the herbs and what the herbs could do. Because all of our teas are made from herbs. We don't use green tea or we don't use black tea for the purpose of having a healing side effect. So I had to learn about the herbs. I had to study them. I've had to go to courses, to classes. I've had to learn about the ingredients, the food science behind it. What's FDA approved? What What are the definitions that FDA is using? What's really natural? Because the label can fool you on the front if yes. you don't know what you're looking at. But when you turn around on the back, you're like, what's really in here? I wanted to make sure that all the ingredients, people knew exactly what it was. You can Google it. You can look it up. It's not a long chemical name that you don't know what it is. Yes. Everything. Five to six ingredients per bottle. And you're right. There's a mask that happens with products, mm-hmm. right? You see things and you're like, oh, that must be good for mm-hmm. me. It's fruit. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, but not all ingredients are built the same. And not only that, but not all of them react together. Mm-hmm. And so... How long was the process? So you're you're getting additional education in herbs. Mm-hmm. You're now formulating, and they're really good. Mm-hmm. Did you then go into a lab? Did you have to get a, I guess, a mixologist in my world? But <laughs> <laughs> So, no, it actually was just trial and error. So I knew a little bit about one of the herbs that I use, which is red clover. And I was like, you know what? I know this can pair well. Let me try it. And when I tried it, that was that night I took it to Richmond and they were kind of like my lab rats. That's where, that's where I was like, okay, I'm onto something. The the mixture of the formulation is working. People are telling me like, I'm feeling this from it. Like it's making me feel better. So I'm like, okay, this is actually working. It was basically trial and error with the formula. I knew the herbs, but I had to get it to where like, this is good. This is how much the agave I should use. This is how much lime juice I should use kind of clicked and came to me. I didn't have to give it that much time into it. Well, and you kind of said it, there was a calling Mm -hmm. and it was like, this basically just ignited my calling and made it more visible to me because you, you manifested it from the very beginning when you said, I'm going to create this cure. Mm -hmm. And the fact that you now have something in a bottle that is a cure, it's just phenomenal. And how? Because I, I'm so interested in the ingredients because you said it's six. So we have water, agave, strawberry juice, lime juice, strawberry leaf, blackberry leaf. So talk about the components of that. What's special about those ingredients okay. and how they work together. So on this one, we have the, the leaf, which is the raspberry and the blackberry leaf. They are full of, even when you think about the fruits, you're just eating raspberry or blackberry, right? They're full of antioxidants. And those antioxidants are what our immune system from the foreign invaders, right? It builds us up to be stronger. So when you're drinking the strawberry flavor, you're drinking all of those antioxidants that come along with it, which is good for your immune system. This is like I'm hiding the health component a little bit. Because <laughs> like I said, when you tell people, oh, it's got a health component, they're like, uh, yeah. I don't know. Are Is it good? Sure? Do I want to try it? So I just say, you know, it's just regular sweet tea. You know, it's just made with herbs. And they're like, okay, I'll try it. And when they try it, it's when they're sold. Yes. Yeah. Because it is. I'm like, this is fantastic. Uh-huh. And it's good for me. So you have your own health scare, which is how we got here mm-hmm. from a product perspective. Yes. So what was that like? Like, 
they, they diagnose you and then you immediately are like, I have two options, medicine or healing. Yeah. So let me go back a little bit. because As a child, I was very prone to being sickly. Not knowing what's going on, my mom would constantly take me to the doctor and my dad. And they're like, oh, we don't really know. She's just having a you know, typical illness, right? She's got a stomach virus, but I would constantly get them. And so I got older, I'm like, the things I was eating is what was causing me to have these reactions and not knowing. So as I grow older, I'm still eating the way I've been as a kid, not changing, not knowing anything is wrong. So I was a very active child until I went to college. I dropped off in college. Now my eating habits are picking up. I get out of college. I don't get tested. The doctor tells me, you're pre-diabetic. I remember calling my dad crying because he was diabetic. And I had to see him shoot himself with yes. insulin and prick his finger every day. And the thought of having to do that just scared me straight. The next day, I started working out. I changed my eating habits. I found Dr. Savy, which is a person. Yep. Yes, mm-hmm. I found Dr. Savy. I went on the alkaline vegan diet. This is where I learned a lot about the herbs. And ever since then, 2017, 2018, I haven't to come back. And when I went back to the doctor, I think it was like six months after the diagnosis, my blood sugar was under 100 and it was perfectly normal. Wow. And you even said it from the beginning. When we think about the killers, mm-hmm of our culture, and in particular, black and brown people and African-Americans, mm-hmm. highest rates of diabetes, highest rates of high blood pressure, all of these things. And part of it is the food desert. Like I live in a part of LA, like off of Crenshaw. Mm-hmm. And while we live in View Park, and it also at the same time has the highest per capita of black millionaires, we're still in a food desert. And then I go to Beverly Hills, certain parts that don't even have that, and I'm like, you've got the juice bar and the this and the that. And so much of it is the education piece, right? And I know that you have a lot of it. You do a lot of education. You have your downloadables. You have all these different ebooks. How important is the education in terms of your product for helping people to understand why they may need to pay a little bit more, why they need to think differently about alkaline vegan versus like this thing for only rich people the education is very important because first people want to know why is my price point where my price point is at right girl i was like yeah (laughs) so i have to explain to them being a small business that i'm not able to get things in mass like a snapple or pure leaf right so i got to pay more for the raw cost of goods and on top of that the ingredients that i'm using not the ingredients yes. that they're using. That so is not a snapple. Yeah, it's yes. justifiable as the ingredients that I'm using. Like, for instance, I use spring water. I don't use tap water, purified water. I want it straight from the spring, straight from the source, which is a better source of water, right? So it doesn't have all those impurities in it. So when I'm making a product, the ingredients cost. Yeah. So I have to educate and tell my customers or my clients or people who are interested. They're like, why is this so expensive? Why not just go get the snapple? let me tell you the difference difference. between grandma g's and the snapple so education is a part of a part of me selling my product yeah and it's so important because the more that we educate the more customers you get because there's a level of understanding in terms of why this is so important and i think the other piece about this is talk about distribution because we know and i'm thinking from an investor perspective like so many people are raising money for water. Water is hard to drive a multiple on. There's some companies have done it well. 
The same in the juice business. You have some of these larger companies that can mass produce uh-huh. are not using high quality ingredients. Uh-huh. So their prices are different. Uh-huh. How are you navigating distribution, scale? What does that look like? It's hard. <laughs> You're like, girl. So that's one of the challenges that I face with the business. Having to scale, being such a small business and having distribution channels because of the cost of the, the product. Most when you go into most stores like a Whole Foods, they want your product to be at minimal cost, right? Because they want to, they want to. They have the, to add their exactly their markup. They add their their markup. Markup. So if I'm coming in at a higher price point than a pure leaf or a snapple, the buyer may not be as concerned about the ingredients or may not know what's the importance of the ingredients. So they're just looking at the price. So I got to get the price down somewhere similar to those brands to be able to get those distribution channels. So that's one of the challenges I'm I'm being hit with now. Because the thing about your brand is that we can't jeopardize the ingredients or the quality, Mm -hmm. or then we don't have the secret sauce of what you're doing. And then it's the other side of customers saying, I thought it was going to deliver this. And so that's an interesting model in terms of going with some of your local stores, right? And creating your own distribution moments, like going to the farmer's market yep. and having, because to your point, once you taste it, I'm like a customer. Yeah. I'm like, yep, Grandma Jeans, <laughs> me and my daughter, we get my husband to taste good. I'm going to refill some of his bottles. <laughs> I'm like, oh, this is great. Yeah. So and the, Go ahead. I was just going to say the taste. Like I said, it's about tell everyone to try it. Feel minded to try it. And most people, they're so when they try it. Well, because it's like once you try it, you can't go back. Mm-hmm. Especially whenever you think about the benefits. Like, you know, we're fortunate because we do live in a time where there's the opportunity to be educated and there's the opportunity to say, I'm gonna put my health and wellness first. What are the subtle changes? that I can do. Mm-hmm. Like you said, the next day I was working out, yeah. I stopped doing this, yeah. I stopped doing that. And there is, you know, certain body types need different things. I know yeah. I have a friend who's super, super tall and she's like, I can't cut carbs. Mm-hmm. Like I literally will be ill. Mm-hmm. But what are some of the universal things from a wellness perspective that you put into the juices or the herbal teas, mm-hmm. but then people can also just translate in their lives in general for more health and wellness? So for number one, spring water, we use that. That's our main ingredient, of course. It's the medium that we use for the tea. And I will always suggest whenever someone is drinking water, it always either be feet from a spring, because that's the best water that you can get, because it kind of, the impurities and the chemical impurities that come with filter water or tap water, you're not sure that you're getting that out of the water when you go and you buy it. So it's the best water to drink. And even the herbs, if you're not even drinking the, uh, Grandma G's tea, get into herbal teas, moving away from the green and the black tea because the herbs are powerful and they have a lot of medicinal healing values. That's something that you can incorporate in your day-to-day. And like the juices that I use are 100% juice. So if you're a juice person, you want to have some juice, you need that kick, get you 100% juice. Yeah. Don't get you the juice with the high fructose corn syrup or the diluted and watered down. Make all your ingredients as fresh as you possibly can. That's really helpful because there's there's a bridge. You know, we have to get people there. You do. And as you're growing and making Grandma G's herbal teas accessible to everyone, 
it helps us to prepare. Mm -hmm. It's an easier customer base. (laughs) Um, So, you know, we are here as part of the famous Amos Ingredients for Success grant competition, which you have been part of. And one of the things that we've been talking about is what has been your ingredient for success in terms of building Grandma G's? So it would be the integrity of myself as a person and the integrity of my product. I'm not willing to change the product to fit the the model of what's already been done before because what's been done before, we're showing that it may not possibly be working for everyone, especially people that look like us, right? So I'm trying to create a paradigm shift to keep the integrity of the product and keep the integrity of myself as the business owner. I don't want to be a sellout. What I made, I'm making it straight for my people. That's it. Yes, sir. You're like, let me stay true to who I am, why I'm doing this, and the product itself. And we're going to have this moment of time where the only thing that we really have is going to be wellness. There's so much happening in the world, climate, all these things. And so what are, what's the natural alternative that we can bring to ourselves? As far as what? Just in terms of Everything that we're doing, well, I was going to say in terms of Grandma Jeans, because okay. Grandma Jeans is our natural <laughs> alternative <laughs> to everything. And yeah. I'm like, if that's our natural alternative. But I just think in terms of, like, alternative lifestyles, you know. As far as, like, health. Yeah. Uh, the big component that I spoke about um, is making sure you're active. So that could be something that you could do that is free. It's free to go walking. It's free to go biking. It's free to go running. Making sure that that's a part of your lifestyle is so very important. So while everything around us is burning down or whatever's going on in the world, keeping yourself healthy is the most important and abundance, first of all, for your lineage and for those who come after you, right? So that's important to me as far as any changes that you need to make in the world. Um, Again, food and beverage, what you're drinking and putting into your body is very important. So while you're having an active lifestyle, not being sedimentary, you want to be productive, right? So you want to make sure that what you're drinking, what you're eating aligns with the goals you're trying to reach. If you're trying yes. to lose weight, if you're trying to heal yourself of an illness, you know that you're going to have to make changes, right? And they're not easy. Yes. They're not easy <laughs> at yeah. all. Yeah. You know, but you need that intrinsic factor. To, like, I'm doing this for a reason. So to push yourself. I love that. Push yourself. Yeah. I was... On the treadmill this morning, I'm doing that 12, 330. And, and I was like, like, you're fine. <laughs> you're halfway. You got 10 minutes. Yeah. I was like, just do what you can yeah. every single day yeah. and it'll make a difference. And so what is next for Grandma G's Herbal Tea? So for next for Grandma G's, we're trying to scale and to be mass production, right? Wow. So the challenge right now is getting the cost of goods down. As soon as we get the cost of goods down, we're looking to to Whole Foods and Moms Organic Market, which is along the Mid-Atlantic. They have 19 stores. They have seven here, possibly within the DMV area. And they only allow people into their stores if they have certain ingredients. They don't allow for you to sell in their store if you have ingredients that are not on their list. Yes. So I'm looking to go into stores. Wow, congratulations. I'm excited. I was like, now I can get this everywhere. (laughs) And the last question as we close out, we're we're talking about defining moments, right? And we have different defining moments at all phases of our journey. So when you think about a defining moment, and I've heard you a few that I I call a defining (laughs) moment, but when you think about all of the pieces that have led you here, 
Or what's the defining moment that kind of sticks out to you? I have a few, but that one that diabetes helps scare is yeah. my defining moment because that changed the trajectory of my life. Yes. It changed my health. It made me realize how important it was. It made me realize that when I created this product, now I'm also focused on generational wealth so I can have something for my family to leave behind. Now I'm thinking of legacy, right? Yes. So I've lived my life for a majority of three decades now, and now it's important for who comes after me. I love that. It, it's the one thing that what could have been perceived as, as negative because it changes your whole life. My grandmother was diabetic and the needles and the constant monitoring. And so to say that's going to be all I need to make a change, because if you're not here, then we can't even talk about generational inheritance. So thank you for sharing. Thank you for creating Grandma G's herbal teas and sharing them with thank me. You. They're so <laughs> thank you for having me. Of course. I can't wait to send you some. Just drop me your address. Oh, I will. I will. Thank you. <laughs> And as always, I want to leave you with one thing from today's guest, and that is, how will you push yourself? Brittany shared that her diabetes diagnosis was scary and that she needed to try powerful herbs and juices and really help heal herself from within. She pushed herself to lose weight and to reach her goals. And now we have health neurotics. So how will you push yourself to create the success that you're looking for. And with that, follow, rate, and subscribe to Business of the Beat on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or anywhere else you listen to podcasts. You don't want to miss an episode, and we love to hear from you. Thank you for joining for our series, Ingredients for Success with Famous Amos. Business of the Beat is hosted by Kendra Bracken-Ferguson, assistant producer Jenny Salk, executive producer Kendra Bracken-Ferguson, edited by Fishmar Creative, executive producer Ken Johnson. Find the Business of the Beat podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, Odyssey, Amazon Music, or where you get your podcast, and on IG at Business of the Beat. Business of the Beat is a Mean Old Line Media production.